work to earn a living But on weekends comes the time You can do whatever turns you on Get out and clear your mind Me, I like football There's a lot of things around When you line them up together The footy wins hands down Look out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Up there for the cheese and bickies. We're in the band room together. <laughs> we timed that because there was cheese in our mouth. <laughs> and we're, re- we're recording on the brand new console, guys, which you oh, guys brought us. Thank yes, you very much. the Patreons. We love you. Good on you, guys. This is the 80s montage. I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. We're back in the room. We're back we in the are. band room. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like our visitor for the day. Yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah. It's been ages since I've seen you I in know, person. I know. How long is it? But we, we probably shouldn't say. <laughs> Actually, How long yeah, has that's it been? True. Yeah. A while. Four months, is it? Mm, something like that. Four months. <laughs> Officially four months. Yeah. But in that four months, we've kept the show going. Absolutely. Amongst all the dramas and all the fucking panic stations and just finding each other. And you've been super busy. Yeah. I yeah. sort of was busy and now I'm just working shit out like the roadcaster <laughs> and I've loved it. This has been like the one constant thing, hasn't it? The one constant, constant. thing the whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we're having um, a bit of champers and some uh, cheese and bickies. I've I've uh, married some lesbians this afternoon. <laughs> Hello, Nicole. Hello, Lee. Hello, lovelies. Yeah, it was a beautiful wedding out, out in uh, Pakenham Upper, up in the sort of undulating hills. It was uh-huh. very lovely. Oh, they'll be They'll be fucking ripped off. Yeah, yeah. I they, they were very popular girls, these two, both uh, bar managers. Mm. One's a photographer, one's a bar manager and they would have had like bloody 200 people there if, if they, they could have. Yeah, mm. yeah. But it was a lovely little group um, and really cool. I got married. I mean, I married them in what I'm Jeans wearing now. Gee, yeah. Like, you know, rock gear. So yeah. that's what they wanted. Because you're yeah. a married marriage celebrant. That's right. Yeah. Aria another, vows. Another thing you do. Yes, yeah. I love Love it too. I know. Yeah. Well, you're making people happy, and you you sort of you you're part of that incredible moment in time in people's history as well. Yeah. You know, and and I'm here to sort of marry all my friends and represent them and make sure they have a great day. And you know, I'm I'm great behind a mic. I'd like to think. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> and we've had a lot of people write in this week. Mercury, oh, we have. Mercury has gone direct. Mm. It's been fucking. Retrograde, and all of a sudden, I've been answering emails and people emailing us through the website. Like, how exciting! Yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe it. And we've had reviews, so we'll have to read them out at the end of the night. Yeah, we've got some beautiful so reviews. So, thank you so much for getting in contact with us because it's just exciting to feel like we're. I just felt like no one was listening for a little while. It feels like that, especially when you're in lockdown and you're like, it's it's hard to get a gauge on you know what's what's like happening out there in the in the world because. I don't know. Everybody's been sort of holding their breath for a while. Mm. Like things are opening up in Australia now. I, I realise sort of, you know, the world out there 
different countries are still sort of are going back into lockdown and stuff, which is yeah. unfortunate. But um, yeah, we had the elections in the US as well. That was nuts. We, you know, we were following all of that oh, shit as well. I like, did get a bit sucked in by that. Yeah, yeah. I must say, but good on you, America. Yeah, and and look, uh, thoughts and prayers for <laughs> the future. And, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> that's right. That's thoughts what we prayers. all need. Fucking hell. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for them. Crazy times. 2020, mate. We'll never forget it. No. Mm. So let's talk about Up There Kazali. What a fucking hit that was. Up There Kazali came out in 79 but obviously used right throughout All the 80s. All the way through. And even now, like uh, uh, Mike Brady, the dude that sings this, uh, it was originally released with Two Man Band and Mark Brady was the singer and the other Mike bloke, Brady, yeah. P- Peter, I keep saying Mark. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Mark's better. Uh, Peter Sullivan was the producer and they, they made up Two Man Band. But um, yeah. Mike Brady came out to play one of Micah's local footy game, like played this song. Oh, he'd go to the opening of an envelope, mate. Yeah, yeah. He fucking loves it. I wonder if he wants to kill himself halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like playing the same fucking song for the last 40 years. I reckon there comes a time in your life when you've had a big hit like that where you've really got to appreciate it after about 10 to 15 years because you watch everyone else broke. You know, yeah. and you're like, thank God I had that fucking bananas and pajamas. Thank fucking God I've got show something. Or whatever, you know. It's like Samuel Johnson with uh, hung- the Hungry Jacks ads, you know, like a flame grill oh, whopper. Oh, is that him? Right. A great big flame grill whopper. Yeah. Hungry Jacks. Every year. I mean, the thing is overseas, when you do a jingle overseas, you get paid every time it's played. Mm. In Australia, we don't do that. Nah. We're the only country in the world. I remember checking it out because yeah. I do them. Yeah. And, um, like, people that did this, the Simpsons are worth fucking fortune. You're kidding. Really? Fortune because they get uh-huh. paid every time. Yeah. So up there, Kazali, Mike Brady, I remember my next-door neighbour in Clayton. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear a lot about my next-door neighbour because they were the ones that introduced me hardcore to football. Right. And there's a lot about me that people don't realise and – Listening to this show and watching some stuff and organising some um, stuff for the show, I got really nostalgic and started crying because it's yeah. like your childhood. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Semi's um, actually mentioned the topic of the show. We were talking a couple of weeks ago, and I can't, be- I can't remember what we were actually talking about, but we started sort of. It was when we did that episode, and we forgot to record it. <laughs> That's right. And um, we started talking about. Footy, and I realised that you had had a, a massive history with footy, and so had I as kids when yeah. we were, when we were in the eighties. Yeah, I know, right? So we thought, like, why don't we do a fucking footy in the eighties episode? Footy in the eighties was to me a lot better as a game, and I yeah. hate to say it, yeah, but the skills were better. They had five or six top players, not just one or two. Mm. It was like seven or eight. Yeah. And they played like they could mark, they could kick a goal, and they could. They were great ruckmen. Yeah, and yeah. full forwards. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I, I don't watch. The, I've actually stopped watching the footy for the last thirty years. I yeah. watched the final just gone. Yep. Dusty was a standout to me, and of I course. don't even know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that guy's a superstar. Yeah, yeah. But I watched everyone else and went, oh, mentally not really happening. You had mm. to be mentally on the ball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were. It was funny you mentioned Dusty. We, we Mika and I were talking about this last night, and um, we were chatting about sort of '80s footy heroes. You know, things that I could bring up tonight, and 
Mika said, isn't it amazing you think of all these names that we're mentioning from the 80s and, and you know, because he's a little bit younger, he was mentioning the, the 90s ones as well, some of, some of which used to come and watch us. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, he said like, the, uh, you know, you, name after name from the 80s, they're like actual legends. They're actual footy mm-hmm. legends from that era. And he was saying, you just don't get it now. But it, what it is is that um, we all grew up in that time and those guys were like gods because we were kids, you know. And, you know, the next generation will have that. We just don't realise who it is yet. It'll be like Dusty and Lance Franklin and people like that, you know. Yeah. And not only that, footy players are paid a fortune now. Absolutely. And in the 80s they had day gigs Yeah, as that's well. right. Yeah, yeah. They walk, They worked in a sports shop or oh, fucking carpenters fucking and stuff that's and right. landscaping. And there was a little kid's show on selling Sunday. Selling drugs. Yeah, selling drugs. <laughs> that's all right, cousins. Well, we, we'll ring you next week. Hey. Um, uh, yeah, like you would watch like um, there was a kid's show on Sunday mornings for the kids that I used to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, – and you could see that they had other jobs, not just a footy player. Now footy players are paid millions of dollars yeah, yeah. and fucking go out and speed off their tits and root <laughs> chicks and yeah. they, they don't even care. Isn't it great? <laughs> Best job in the world, mate. They're better than musos, mate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's sort of, um, you, you know, you look at the 80s, you look at the 80s and sort of everyone wanted to be a rock star, you know. Mm. Now everyone wants to be a fucking footy player, you know. It's a, they, they want to be a, like a sports hero. Those guys and are sort of on par with rock stars now. They've got that kind of aura about them, you know. Well, rock stars are just no longer too. That's it. We yeah. just don't have them. Yeah. But we're going to give the people a bit of a go at who you barrack for first off. Are we? With the theme. Very exciting. So if you were thinking about Jay, who do you think he would barrack for? Just have a think about that, punters, viewers and listeners. But anyway, we're going to play the theme song to JB's, JB's team. <laughs> Good old Collingwood forever. They know how to play the game. Side by side, they stick together to uphold the magpie's name. See, the barrackers are shouting, as all barrackers should. Oh, the premiership's a cakewalk for the good old Collie The fucking Collie Wobbles. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've had many a run-in with a Collingwood supporter. Have you really? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I'd like to mention from the outset, I've got lovely teeth. Yes. So, you yes. know, the old Collingwood thing of like, you know, being lower class and having shit teeth, it's it's out of date now. Maybe in the 80s, maybe in the 80s. Why, do, I, have you, did you date Collingwood players? No, 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 I was too young. Oh, But okay. I will let you know who we, uh, we better play my theme now because it's Collingwood versus... <laughs> North Melbourne. Hey! Woo! Bit classier, isn't so it? Yeah, it is a bit. A bit up budget. Sing it one and all. Join in the chorus. North, North Melbourne's on the ball. Take my balls. Good old North, North Melbourne. Melbourne. They're champions, you'll agree. North Melbourne is the team that plays to me. They for you and me. me. 
There you go. Mm. Good old kangaroos. Good on them, mate. The old so where, north. where do you want me to start? Fucking where do you start, mate? Little Sammy's 10. She's living in Clayton. She joins the North Melbourne cheer squad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I was 10, I was really quiet and very shy. Right. Football really taught me how to open my big mouth. Really? Oh, God, yeah. What, watching the punters? Watching the other punters? Just being in the cheer squad on the, you know, watching the game and going, yeah. you fucking collywoggle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I watched other people yell at people mm. uh, and I was like, oh, is that what you've got to do? You've got to like scream. Yeah, yeah. Fucking umpires. Yeah. And it's sort of like it's it's the whole thing with the punters watching the games. It's like sort of sanctioned hysteria. Like Crazy. you're allowed to go Fucking crazy! Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. Look, it's not like kind of British soccer and stuff like that, where, where they're bashing each other and fucking. There's riots and shit. It's not no. like that in Australia. No, you've got to be smart with your mouth. You've got to be smart with your tongue. You know, mm. and and quick and like a good awesome comeback. And you know, you cut someone down. It's like entertainment. It's like fucking comedy. It's incredible. It's great. Oh, this big communal. Comedy kind of thing, and in in the mi- middle of it is this awesome game being played. It's great. Well, see, on Friday nights, I used to go to Arden Street, which uh-huh. is in North Melbourne, and make the banners. So I went to the the club rooms. Wow! And we made the banners. So whatever the subject of the week yeah. was, whether someone had a fiftieth game or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Sammy would be there taping the banners, and I wow. felt I felt so important. Of course, I was like, oh my god, I'm a footy player. Mole, but I don't care. But they put so much care into those banners. Mate, those banners, Mm. could have built a house from them. Yeah, yeah. They're just incredible. But this one week we were there and I think Collingwood and North were playing in a game together. The Collingwood cheer squad decided to come to the North (laughs) Melbourne. Is this the 1980 game? 1980. Is it? No, not the 1980 night game. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, It was just a game they had against each other that weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. So the North Melbourne cheer squad, someone yelled out, the North, um, the Collingwood cheer squad's on top of the fucking, the bloody, because what they used to do is you used to lock all the banners and stuff in like a netting. Yes. Like a cricket net kind of thing and lock it up. Yep, yep. The Collingwood cheer squad would be throwing matches from the top of it. They'd climb up the top and fucking drop the matches and hope to God they didn't blow out and burn all your fucking stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it's very bad luck. It's If it's already been ripped or if it's broken or torn or anything, that's very bad luck on the game. Collingwood supporters were just hardcore. So this one caught on fire when we were there. Wow, all hell fucking broke loose, you know. Were you crying? I was mortified because it was like I saw everyone work so hard. Yeah. And Collingwood, the thing with our teams, right, as Mm. much as we love them, Mm. we did fucking nothing in the 80s. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We weren't even on the fucking map, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so that was – I soon learnt – how nasty supporters could be. Because mm-hmm. I'd heard about Collingwood supporters and thought, oh, they're really nasty. But then in the 80s when I actually saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, there were animals. I got very scared. Mm. There were animals back Because I was only 10. Yeah. That's very young to be hanging out with 18, 19-year-olds. Absolutely. And they're all trying to shag each other and yeah. you're in between going, well, what do you want me to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And they're like going mental, you know, like the world's opening up to them and they're like fucking ah. 
Absolutely. With the Collingwood gear on. Yeah. But bloody, um, yeah, look, Collingwood does have the reputation for being a little bit rough. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they're one of the biggest, richest teams now. They're sort of, they've they've changed their culture. They've got a it little, has changed. Yeah, they've yeah. got a little bit further to go in terms of, uh, you know, anti-racism and, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Anti-race, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they do. They've got a little bit. Yeah, uh, the but Donald they all Trump do. of footy players, footy yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. Look, they, all all footy teams, they, they've as if they can get over the racist stuff and the, the homophobic stuff, it'll be fucking amazing because yeah. then you can just – you know, you, you, I hate that 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 sort of culture within footy where it's it's sort of like bullying. You know mm. what I mean? I can't mm. stand that. Mm. I can't stand that. What I do love about footy is just like absolutely hating on the other teams. Yeah, and it's funny. Um, it's, it's healthy competition. You know, between between teams, and it's family orientated as well. Well, that's right. And you've got to remember in the eighties. Um, the things that I remember about going to the footy as a little tacker, all the grandstands were wooden. Yeah. Like they weren't even metal. Yeah. So yeah. you'd sit up there going, I wonder if this is going to fall down, you yeah. know, like wooden fucking grandstands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. And there were games at VFL Park which was around the corner from my house so it took us ten minutes to get there. Yeah. You just queued up to get in. So is VFL Park the one at Waverley? Yes. Yeah, Mickey used to go there all the time as a kid with his dad. Best. best yeah, you know. yeah, phenomenal, huh? Um, Have you been there lately? I don't know. I think it's something else, isn't it? It's, it's actually still a footy field but it's surrounded by like townhouses. It's in the – You're it's, kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. It's in the middle of like here's this sort of ovular, ovular park within mm. all these townhouses within an estate. Fucking ducks in the middle or something. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about – I mean, people that went to the footy, there was one guy that used to sell peanuts in the grandstand and I want to bring him up because he used to go, peanut, peanuts, peanut, peanuts, (laughs) peanut, peanuts, (laughs) right? And he was a rather large dude with a big hessian bag of peanuts and for 20 cents you could get yourself some nuts, Yeah, right? Yeah. And I used to be besotted by him. I'd go home. So excited if you saw him. It was Saturday night fish and chips night, you know, with your parents and I'd go, Mum, can I have some peanut, peanuts, (laughs) peanut, peanuts? And she'd be like, what are you saying, darling? And Dad would be laughing his tits off. Uh, awesome. I, I don't know if anyone remembers that guy, but he was just. Of course they would. Somebody remembered. Will. I loved him. You I'll know? ask Mickey tonight. Peanut, peanut. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. And they were like peanuts you, you, you see in the cartoons that you feed elephants. Oh, so they Shells? were still in the shell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I thought he was saying penis, penis. Penis, penis. penis. Yeah. That's what I say now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I still go to Waverley Park now that it's not a football ground and just hope that somebody will come out of the townhouse and buy my penis. Yeah, yeah. Well, And you could drink so much alcohol in these days. Oh, and wonderful. the jam donuts, like they had caravans. You could yes. buy jam donuts. Yeah. I mean the big thing about footy was the food as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, the dim part sims. of it. yeah. Yeah. You know, Aussies eating dim sims in the 80s was pretty funny because <laughs> yeah. we weren't that cultured, no, you know. No, We were like, dimmy simmies, uh, bloody can't yeah, beat a dimmy yeah. simmy. What are they, dim sims? Yeah. I, can, I can barely say it. Dim, can't beat dim a root. sims, is it? Yeah. yeah. Ah. My dad used to say, I'll have some beetroot. You can't beat a root. Oh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> Idiot. So... <laughs> 
So anyway, I just thought we would play a bit of because I looked for games where Collingwood and North Melbourne had played against each mm, other. Yeah. Now it just so happens there was a 1980 night game that was fucking legendary at 1980. 1980. Wow. Collingwood versus North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Now you got to remember in the 80s there were night games as well and what would happen with night games and I've just rung my dad about this today because mm. I couldn't remember is you would um, – if you lost you were automatically out. Yep. So at the end it was Collingwood and North. They were in the night game. It was right. the same team. It wasn't the seconds or anything or the reserves. It was yep. da-da-da. So I just wanted to play a little bit of this game because it just took me back to when I was <laughs> – I used to live in Bentley, Wavell Street, and we would sit in the backyard and listen to the footy yeah. and you'd hear Lou Richard. So I just wanted to play a little bit of this just to take people back to what it sounded like awesome. in the 80s. Um, so I'm just – Gonna fucking find <laughs> it. Three points the difference, isn't it? Or two points the difference. One point. Oh, golly, what a game, bub. Oh, what, what more could you ask for in a grand final, Lou? 16 shots to 17. How, how more even can you be when then with a game like this? It's an absolutely magnificent game of football. The Escort Championship scoreboard, North Melbourne, 7-9-51, a one-point margin to Collingwood, 7-10-52. On video replay now, we see it again as Malcolm Blight snaps it up, puts it through to put the difference one point. And it's Dempsey getting the knock, and it's Collingwood trying to get the ball clear through Dacos. He's clear, the ball back towards Collingwood's half-forward line, time running out. The ball punched out again over Glenn Denning's head. A chance for Edwards now. He'll have a snap towards the goals. Toomey and Sutton going for the ball. Punched away by Sutton. It's going towards the point post. And it's through for one point. So the make plays are two points in front. Approaching the 28-minute mark. How fucking great is that? Did we win? Um, I'm just trying to fucking remember. I think you did. How fucking amazing. What have Jesus. we got? Do you know what? I did write it down. How exciting though. Like listen, listen to, to the, the crowd. superstars. Yeah. Listen to the fucking yeah. crowd and listen to the names he's mentioning. Now, Lou Richards was a Collingwood player as well. He, he was, was a retired Collingwood player. He was a very short Collingwood player, but Tiny, he was wasn't half he? of him turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had a big dick. The kiss of death he was called Lou Richards. Is that right? Mm. Mm. But I think Collingwood did win, but I can't remember. I might be wrong. And why didn't I write that down? Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and uh, But that was at AFL, uh, VFL Park, sorry. I think it was in Mulgrave, yep, or Waverley. Wow. How exciting. Like when you hear incredible. names like Ross Glendening. Mm, um, Malcolm Blight. Now Malcolm Blight was on the stage at the last final. Was he? Yeah, Malcolm Blight. You know, gave all the awards away or did a did speech. He? I can't remember. I think that. he's got something to do with Brisbane. Yes. Malcolm Blight was the most amazing North Melbourne football player mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. fucking do anything. Yeah. And now he's still obviously in the league. Yeah. But just people like that that you remember and you think, oh my God. I think my brother had a pet monkey with a North Melbourne jumper with Malcolm Blight's number oh, on the back. Oh, wow. How awesome. Yeah, I think that's what we, we had. But oh, cool. Yeah, it's like, like if you listen to that, I, I know it's Lou Richards. I don't know who the other dude is. You just can see yourself in the backyard, you know. Yeah. I think we used to wash the pavement. Yeah, right. Or something. Yeah, yeah. And you'd just be listening to the footy. But it's so amazing. There would have been think. a whole 
big ritual around grand final day. And this is what I came to realise because, see, I grew up up north and it's all rugby league, yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about rugby league as well in a mm, sec. Yeah. But um, this is what I came to realise this year. Uh, and I've always been aware of it. It's it's not until I sort of, you know, really got to know Mika's family and they're, um, they're, you know, hugely into the footy, all of them, all the men, all the men, all the women. It's it's sort of typical Melbourne family, really voraciously into footy. They love it. And it's not, it's not just sort of, it's not just the competition. It's, it's bringing the family, it's having a family moment. It's, um, and especially having grand final in the afternoon. So, you you know, on grand final day they would get up in the morning, they might sort of, you know, do their thing, jump on the train into the city, they might have a coffee in the city and some breakfast in the city and then they'd all, they'd sort of walk around the city together and then at a certain point they'd all start walking down to the G, to the MCG. That's right, yeah. And um, with thousands of other people. I used to hate that walk. Yeah, right. Fucking hated cause it. Because you've got all the uh, you've got all the competition as well. You've Just got I was only little. It seemed like I was walking to Sydney. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It is it is a long walk, admittedly, still now, you know. Um, and so um, they'd all walk down there, and you'd be exhausted by the time <laughs> you got to the game. It, you know, the build up during the day, and so. We didn't have that this year. We didn't have the grand final at the G. It was in Brisbane because of um, COVID, mm. and um, it was the first grand final out of state, out of out of Victoria. And um, look, it was a great grand final. They had it at night as well. But you were saying this one was at night. Why did they? Yeah, have it at Yeah, and night? North Melbourne won. I've just checked on that. Oh, they did. So North Melbourne defeated Collingwood. It was eight. 9.57 to 7.12.54. Close fucking game though. Wow. You would have been, been a great game. Oh. Wow. And that's what I mean. Like the games in the 80s and what was, was the so score? exciting. The score was apparently 8.957 to 7.12.54. Only three points. That's a low scoring game, isn't it? It is it? a low For scoring a grand game. Final? Fuck. Yeah. They, they, there would have been a lot of competition on field, like a lot of, uh, um, I'd, I'd say, quite violent. You know, it would have yeah. been quite violent. Oh, any, any time Collingwood were in a game, <laughs> it was violent. Yeah. It was yeah. like they were renowned for it. But yeah. I do remember the night games might have been a little bit shorter. Okay. But if you lost the night game, you couldn't be in the day games. Yeah, right, right, this right. This is how they selected the – because this was before the season started. Yes, apparently. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because you had that uh, – I think it was the 90s that it became – officially AFL. So you had VFL, which uh, Victorian Football League, uh, but because it was spreading out and very popular in other states as well, they wanted to make it more of a national game and yeah. it became AFL. So a few a few things happened, a few, um, a few Victorian clubs that were sort of perhaps doing it tough or, you know, needing a bit of a boost, they – or they amalgamated they with did. out of state clubs and and moved there and it happened with south melbourne and the sydney team and they became sydney swans yeah i can't sure remember the that? sydney team yeah can't they, they were south melbourne originally yeah see this is where i lost interest oh, right. so i'm a little bit blank yeah 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 um but and a few things happened. A few things happened around this period. Foot, uh, Footscray became Western suburbs generally, not just Footscray. Mm. 
So, um, and just yeah. to add to that, a lot of people that barracked for teams like Footscray or Geelong or mm. or North Melbourne lived in those suburbs. Oh yeah, yeah, they fucking that's lived right. it because when migrants or whoever came to Melbourne, you didn't go out and live in the suburbs. You lived in North Melbourne. You lived in Footscray. That's right. And that was your team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the smart people were the ones that kept their houses in those Fuck areas. Yeah. 100%. And now they're fucking millionaires. Yeah, gotcha. You know, absolutely. So it was all about where you lived because my grandmother lived in North Melbourne, oh, really hardcore North Melbourne. Yeah, wow. And then my uncle lived in Essendon, and he yeah. was hardcore Essendon. Mm. I love North Melbourne. It's an interesting area. I love it. I love it too because it was just around the corner from where we were in Yarraville. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, he she had a huge house in North Melbourne, mm. but. I think she sold it and ended up moving to Rye. Oh yes. In the later years, my my um grandmother was one eye North Melbourne. My whole family wow. was. That's wonderful. Yeah. So awesome. when I joined the cheer squad, I was like the daughter, you know, the yeah. proud daughter. Because <laughs> yeah, my brother yeah. never did. Yeah. My yeah. brother played football. <laughs> And my dad coached his team. Yep. But my dad was saying today that he would go to a Kevin Sheedy seminar. Oh, wow. And learn how to teach kids football. Wow. And he said Kevin Sheedy was the best handballer yeah. you would ever see in in on in Australia. Yeah. He yeah. said he would stand at the edge of a basketball court and say to you, I'm going to handball to the other basketball, Is that the, right? the other corner, and he would 100% get it every time. Fucking hell. And Dad's head was just like, fuck. See, you know? Mika and I have a kick now and then and, and I can be like three steps away from him and do a fucking handball and, you, you know, you're hoping that it reaches him eventually. The, yeah, you know, yeah. Mika's really good. Mika, you know, Mika was um, a footy hero at his at his club and at his school and everything. He's sort of um, he's like a club champion and everything. In- incredible. The um, uh, um, oh fuck, the sunshine, the <laughs> sunshine. sunshine Heights Dragons. Sunshine Heights. We used to play there all the time with our band. But, um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and and Sunny Heights as well. They they had a reputation of being. You know, like Collingwood with the, yeah. with the reputation being, being sort of really well, Collingwood were wogs. They yeah, were woggy. Yeah, yeah. There were no Aussies at like Collingwood. No, that's and right. And if you did, you looked like people looked at you like, what's fucking wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. And you if know? you had if you had an Aussie on the team, his nickname would be Aussie. Yeah, yeah. Because they'd right. all be wogs otherwise. All you know? wogs. Yeah. Bloody perms. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. mullet perms. Yeah. Peter yeah. Dacos. Yes. Shit yeah. like that. He lives just around the corner from us. So so Peter oh Dacos my God. for Collingwood. Um, he lives just around the corner uh, from us and Josh Dacos, the son, oh, cute. Um, now plays for Collingwood and he's fucking awesome too. Yeah, he's well, a lot of the great. boys do. They're sons now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's sort of situations where now the, you know, you look at Steve Silvani. Um, his Love dad, Steve Silvani. Yeah, his dad's. Still hot looking too. Absolutely. Fuck. He, his dad, Sergio, Sergio Silvani, played, played for Carlton. I think he might have captained. Uh, and his son now plays for Carlton as well. So. Well, he married that model, Joe. She used to do, um, uh, what was it, Sale of the Century? Sale of the Century, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So did Michael Roberts. Remember when that fucking tripper? Yeah. From yeah, St yeah. Kilda? Yeah, yeah. Sale of the Century. <laughs> I met Michael Roberts at a fucking Crown Casino gig. I did. Mm. Biggest slut. 
Really? A footy player, you'd have to have leprosy not to be able to rank. Oh, if yeah. You, yeah. If you would have to have leprosy not to be able to shag a footy player. They yeah. would fucking shag the ass of a festered snake. Fantastic. fucking give a shit. <laughs> and Michael oh. Roberts was at this gig and he was all flirty and stuff and he's kind of cute. Yep. Well, this is going back years ago now. Mm. As soon as the wife turned up, mate, different oh, yeah, fucking yeah. person. Absolutely. Would and I been... didn't want to read him. Yeah, no. Nah. But in this yet he thinks everyone does and she turned up and went, hi. And I yeah, went, and he would have been like, oh, hello, yeah. darling. Oh, do I you... don't know this chick yeah, anymore, oh, you know. Do you want a He's glass of water? He's just about put his dick in my mouth before it. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? They're fucking shockers. Yeah, they are. We, we were just so, talking about this. Yeah, we were, well, we were hardcore North Melbourne so my – I'm 50 now, but when my grandmother was 50, I'm sure it was her 50th, we had it at Arden Street. Yeah, yeah. Can you Is imagine? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so That's the people awesome. that were left over of the games, uh. like the North Melbourne footy players, came to join in on the party. Oh, great. Which my grandmother loved. She would have loved that. But one of them danced with me and he went to feel my ass. And I'm very young. I'm yeah. fucking 16 or something. Yeah. And I got a bad taste in my mouth from right. then. I went, no, you're not touching me. Yeah. You yeah. know, unless I'm really horny and I need a fucking cock. No way. I would have raped him. <laughs> if I, were I you. can't remember who Sammy. it was. But my dad was like, go and dance with Baba. Oh, blah. of course, yeah. I don't want to dance. I don't want to dance with him. He's touching my bum. Oh. No, he's not, darling. I'm going to your dad just wants a footy yeah. player yeah, in the yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wants a fucking marriage with, you know, <laughs> even though I was fucking ten and a half at the time. Ah, oh, Jesus. No, that's not true. That's hilarious. I'm, I don't think I even told my dad because when you're little you don't tell them when you're sexually abused, do you? No, <laughs> no, no. That's, that's a horrible right. thing to talk about but, you know, <laughs> footy players would fucking touch up a fucking leaf, mate, in the Bloody garden. different time, eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I was – I thought we could play a game. yes. Which is Twister? called Yeah, yeah, Twister would be yeah, cool. Yeah. Guess the footy player, what team they play for. You don't need Just to know the good. number. Yeah. And um so we'll go one question at a time. What do you win first? Because I want to know if I, you know, need to put some effort Ooh, in or not. What okay. Do what do you win? Do you win a, a night with plugger or something? A huh? night with plugger? Is he still around, Plugger? <laughs> Probably. Night with Plucker Duck might be a bit more <laughs> of the fucking, might be a little bit easier. Uh, what do you win? You can win a, let's put a slab of beer on it. Lovely. Get on the beers. Coming your way. Slab of beers. Beautiful. No, well, we don't know. I yeah. might not. Okay, so I'm going to name a player. Yeah. And you're going to go, we're going to win. And then the punters will love this because they'll be able to go, oh, my God, I know that, right? Okay, all right. Okay. Who played, okay, who is this player and who did he play for? Sorry, that's not right. <laughs> who did this player play for? Right. Bernie Quinlan. <sighs> I've got no fucking idea. Really? You do these quizzes and try to fucking bury me. He was a big player in oh, the 80s. I, oh. The punters are know it. The punters already know <clears> it. <throat> Look, as I say, I grew up up north where it was Take a rugby a guess. league. Is it 12 teams you got to guess from? <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Take a guess. Okay, what's his name? Bernie Quinlan. Carlton. Ah, <laughs> Fitzroy. Oh. He was a superstar. I would have never guessed that. Bernie Quinlan, he was a superstar. Can I ask you one? Yeah. All right. You've got you to go yes or no. Remember, cross or not. This one should be easy, Sammy. Mm-hmm. Robert Dipper Domenico. Hawthorne. Yes. You do, hang on. Yay! 
Dipper, I met Dipper. I met Dipper at a Jewish function. Did he? Did you? Fuck yeah. I met him at Leonda in Hawthorne. Right. And I was in my Jewish reception band and he was fucking lovely. Was he? He goes, you're really good. Oh, yeah? That's really nice. I thought that was nice. Didn't try to fuck me. That's all right. You know? That's fine. Very rare for a footy player. I reckon he would have stuck it in all around town, though. Yeah, he's probably over it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He'd probably had like four that and, and day. What, what, is he Italian? Had rooted a couple of Jews yeah, at, yeah, the, that's right. at the bar mitzvah. He's probably bent whatever the, the fuck fucking bride doing. over already. <laughs> <laughs> probably oh. bent the bride over at the fucking yeah, dinner drink. Yeah. Yes, he was Italian, very famously Italian, yeah. yeah. I love dip, bit, a little bit of dipper. I couldn't pronounce his name, so I was going to put that on my list. Oh, yeah? All right, well, I've got an easy one for you, honey. Mm-hmm. Peter Dacos. Mm. Collingwood. Yay! <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I got one for you. Yep. Let me have a look. They have to be 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm. 80s I've, footy players. I've got one and it could feed into a segment later, you know. We'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Warwick Kappa. Warwick Kappa. Sydney Swans. Sydney, South Melbourne. Is that right? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Get on you, Kappa. Loves Good to on drink you. the band rider. Uh, that's right. We'll talk about him soon. Mm. Hit me with another one, baby. All right. So I've got Jason Dunstall. Oh, fuck. Um, Come on, Jason Dunstall. Fucking legend. So I've even got it on my list and I didn't write down what team. Because it's hard, babe, because you're Queenslander. Mm. I'll just guess. Mm-hmm. Essendon. Mm. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it out. Hawthorne. Oh. Hawthorne. See, Hawthorne fucking dominated in the 80s, didn't Hawthorne they? Hawthorne were the fucking biggest team of the 80s. Mm. Absolutely, and we're yeah. going to talk about them as well because they were huge. All right, my go. Your go? Let's have a look. <laughs> Tony Lockett. Sydney Swans, South Melbourne. Mm. Wrong. St Kilda. Oh, shit. Plugger, played for St Kilda. Dear me, I got yeah. that wrong. <laughs> Did he, he play for Sydney at any time? He might have at some point. Let me, let, me, uh, let me have a quick, quick, quick look. One Tony Lockett. We That's talked about right. this last week on the James yeah. Floyd special because he wrote that song. Well, this kind of bolstered us to talk about footy again tonight mm-hmm. because um, we, we talked about bloody old mate doing that. Anthony Howard Lockett, let's have a look. Uh, Sammy, 83 to 94 with St Kilda and 95 to 99 with Sydney. So okay, technically you're enough. right. No, but I'm not because it's got to be 80s. No, it doesn't. No, he, it, no, he did play for Sydney. So hang on. Hey! <laughs> that case of beer is looking pretty good. Ah, uh, I knew you'd win. I got one now? Yep. Gary Dempsey. Oh, no, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Take a guess. I'm going to guess and say. North Melbourne. <laughs> yeah! She, she gave me that one. She gave yeah, me that one. Yeah, that's awesome. I love yeah. a bit of Gary. He was the Ruckman for North Melbourne. Lovely. Very good player. Yeah. What, one, one more? more? F- yeah, one more for me. All right, let's have a look. Tim Watson. Oh, fucking Essendon. Oh, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, well. I've got Timmy Watson stories too. I've got one more for you now. So do I. All right, okay. Robert Flower. (sighs) I don't fucking know. Good player. What, Victorian team? Yeah. Geelong. Ah, fuck. Melbourne. I nearly said Melbourne. Yeah. Robert Flower was incredible. Fucking hell. Well, that was a fun game. Looks like you owe me a slab of beer. I do, I do. <laughs> one slab of beer. I did fucking got the win. One slab of beer. Do you know what? I lived footy from about 10 to 20 and then I got into horse riding and that was yeah. the, the different thing. Yeah. But now, who for you in your house was like the footy player? Who who was like? The footy player? The god, you know. My crush was Wayne Schimmelbush. Oh. From North Melbourne, and yeah. he had a brother called Daryl Schimmelbush. Mm. But I also loved the Cracker Brothers, which were two little Aboriginal players. I think it was Jimmy Cracker, and no, Jimmy Cracker, and Water Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> like we're eating now without <laughs> cheese. Right. I loved the Cracker Brothers, and I loved I loved anything that had a brother. Is he the dad of Cracker that plays for Collingwood? No, Could, has, I don't know. Has to be that just just retired. Could be. Let me have a look. I don't mm. know, but I remember thinking, and I also loved Ross Glenn Denning. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother loved Ross Glenn Denning. We loved Wayne Kerry. I don't know if yeah. Wayne was eighties, but Dad he seems was nineties. Was he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know anyone that? Oh look, anyone that I thought was. A really great player and that I could resonate with, that was that. But I also loved, like, Ron Barassi, yeah. the coach. Yeah, yeah, I thought absolutely. he was incredible. Yeah, Mentally yeah. he was – I loved seeing them in the coach's booth, like, going, fuck it Going like, fucking going mental. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And it was always interesting to me to see, you know, that they would get so passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But when you think about the money behind this shit, yeah, yeah. I'd get passionate too. I, you know, it's it's great to see, and you don't see a lot of it generally. Just that kind of full-on passion from people mm. generally, and so footy's great because it's like a complete outlet for that kind of shit. I sat next to Eddie Maguire yeah. during the 2010 um, Grand Final that yep. we ended up winning. The day I sat next to him was when we tied with St Kilda. Oh wow! Eddie and I. Eddie was red. Face the whole way through screaming and yelling. And we had St Kilda players around us obviously because we had been to the um, President's Luncheon and so forth and so we had the competition sort of right there. And um, he was very generous always. I went to a few of those things and uh, um, Eddie was always very welcoming to the opposition, very, Mm. very, very classy. Um, He's a classy guy. Yeah, absolutely. Even I watch his show every night. What's yeah. the fucking thing? Yeah. How to be a millionaire. That's right. How to waste your fucking time. <laughs> yeah. That's what not, I would be not like. how to be a millionaire. Oh. Who, who <laughs> wants to be a millionaire? I think it's, I think it's <laughs> how to be a millionaire. Well, <laughs> well, tax evasion is yeah. the quick, <laughs> quick way. Um, <laughs> how to be a millionaire. But he fucking made my day. Eddie made my day. I know this mm. is stepping out of the age. This is no, this is um, that's all right. this would have been twenty the twenty ten season when we eventually won. But he, we played Carlton. It was a home and away game, sort of mid mid season. Playing Carlton, 
which was, you know, any Carlton Collingwood game is like, you know, bitter rivals and everything. So he, stakes are high. We were, we were sitting at a table. It was like George Columbaris, Carlton. Mm. It was me, the ex, and Mika. Oh, you know, yeah. So all Oh, Hollywood. no, really? Oh, yeah. That you, the ex, and Mika? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bless. Mm, wow. Mm, I know, it was hot. So there, there was yeah. all three of us, Colin. I'd like to see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you wait. And then <laughs> and then there was, um, you know, Elliot, like previous um, Carlton president, um, Gordon, uh, J- uh, Gordon Elliot. Gordon Elliot? Maybe. I'm, I'm drunk at this stage. Fucking George Elliot or Gordon Elliot? Elliot Goblet. Well, you know, what was his fucking name? Anyway, Elliot used to be the um, president of Carlton. He was there. And Sticks Kernahan, Carlton. Ted Bailey, Premier mm. of Victoria, was sitting right next to me, Carlton and his wife. And um, there, there was basically <laughs> there was basically us, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Maguire and he, his lovely wife, we, we, we were all Collingwood and the rest of them were Carlton. So you had George Collingwood, all, you know, all of these guys, all Carlton. It was, he was incredibly welcoming and fantastic and everything. The moment we stepped out into the stands, he was bitterly against them, like bitterly right. against. He didn't give a fuck who they were. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just on the opposite side and it was just so great to see the president of the club turn back into like a 12-year-old boy again and yep. he was bright red screaming the, enhi- the, the yeah. entire fucking game. It was, yeah. it was amazing. He took me down. It wasn't this game, it was another one. It wasn't the Carlton game, it was another one. It was Geelong. We, we, um, it was a Geelong game. And you don't want to lose to Geelong. No, you don't. Oh, See, fuck something about them. I can't stand them either. Mm, yeah. <laughs> My mum barracks for Geelong sort of. Half of Mick's family yeah. barracks for Geelong. Because they lived in Geelong. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. What else you got to do in Geelong but barrack for Geelong? See, I, yeah, Get on it, the bus and this be This is the with. thing. This is the thing. Those guys, like the, the you know, Geelong footy team, and, and the players of, of Geelong, they're like gods in Geelong. Yeah, they it's are. It's like with the uh, West Coast Eagles. Yeah. They, yeah. And, until bloody Frio came along, they were like the team for all of Western Australia. Like they were like gods in Western Australia. Oh, could get you know? their dick sucked anywhere they wanted. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, yeah, the West Coast Eagles drive, drive me nuts as well because me they, too. they knocked us out of the recent, uh, you know, grand final for the last couple of years. Yeah, right. And, yeah, no, another another sort of rival of Collingwood as well. But Eddie, we were sitting there at one of these pre- president's luncheons and Eddie said to me, hey, Jay, come come with me. And we just sort of um, stood up at the table. I'm, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. So I just started walking with him. Line of coke out the back. It would have been great, but it wasn't that. <laughs> and then, and then we we sort of walked to the um, walk to the lift, the special lift, you know, for him. What go, do you mean by that? Oh well, in the president's area. Oh, yeah. they've got like a special lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was just a bit big or something. They couldn't fit him in the real one. No, he's not that fat. No, he's not yet. that fat. No, not yet. And we we went down ground floor, and everyone's like, "Hey, Eddie, how you going? Like, <laughs> how like you going? Hi, Ed." Yeah, fucking legend. Yeah, and we go down ground floor and he's like, G'day, he's a real sort of man of the people. He's a fucking he is. Yeah, yeah. We walk down 
to the stands, ground floor, walk down to the gate. He opens the gate. We walk out onto the MCG. Wow. I'm shitting myself. People are going nuts <laughs> and cheering for him. This is pre-game. Of course. We walk out. Past us walks Bruce McAvaney. Like, yeah, g'day, yeah. Ed. G'day, wow, Ed. Wow, yeah. Eddie introduces me to him. It's a bit like Farlap in the fucking... It was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. We walked out to the middle square and yeah. one by one the Collingwood players came over to shake Eddie's hand. He introduced them to me. It was like My Pendles. God. It was Alan Didak. It was, you know, like every big Collingwood name you can think of from the sort of 2010 period, like, yeah. you know. And they were my fucking heroes. Mm. We, I met them all and I'm almost crying saying to Eddie, like, you are making my life, Eddie. Like, this is, this yeah, is amazing. Course. I'm, like, completely losing my cool. It's like being out front of an ice cream truck. I know. Like, Mr Whippy I know, then, I know. And then we, we walked down. It was sort of right before the game. They blew the whistle. The players started running off the field and down underneath. Eddie and I ran behind them in our suits. No. All the crowd going you mental. You like an official. It was amazing. It was. I always used to see these pricks yeah, sort of, yeah. you know, running with Eddie and think like, who the fuck are they? Yeah. And I and was, his mates, I obviously. I was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. we sat down there and watched them warm up. We were just talking shit. I was talking to all the players that were injured because they weren't playing so they were sitting on the periphery and so I'm chatting with them and fucking getting all excited and these guys were my fuck are my fucking heroes, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, Because you love footy a lot more. I loved footy when I was a baby. Mm, now mm, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. But you love it now. There's a difference. See, I love Collingwood. I, I Those guys are my... Fucking heroes, yeah. you, know, you know, and I don't know, I barely know fuck all about any other team. Yeah. I love Collingwood so much, you know, mm. and it, it's that thing when you move to Victoria, you choose a team and you stick with them and they're your team. When I when I moved here, we were down the bottom. We were fucking, mm. you know, we were, what was it, fucking 2000 I, I moved here. We were not contenders, you know. We we were losing and uh, I just wanted to go for the underdog. Well, that's exactly what I was saying at the start of the show. Mm. North Melbourne and Collingwood did fuck all in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We may as well have stayed home. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a list of um, – and I did want to talk about that on the ground stuff because in the 80s you could run on the ground after yes, the gig. you could. After the, you know. And I remember this, this – the uh, – footy game that we played of North Melbourne and Collingwood, the night game, before he even kicked the goal, the kids were running on the ground because oh. <laughs> it was after the siren. Yeah. I, I tried to get my dad to remember who it was but we couldn't remember who the player was and I wasn't listening. <laughs> and uh, he kicked the goal. I mean, this is the thing. Footy players in the 80s could fucking kick down the middle. Mm. They could stay on their men. They could tackle. I don't know how many times I saw the ball, the ball at the last final go through their fucking legs. Mm. What the fuck is I that? Know. If you did that in the 80s, you would be dead by I now. I know. Right? And they could fucking mark as well. They These could mark. huge leaping marks they as well. They had marking competitions. Yeah. Like mm. Wide World of Sport would be like you win 100 bucks for the best mark of the yeah. weekend. Yeah. And then if you fucking won the yearly mark, you brought it. You, you know what you used to bloody win in the 80s when you uh, won the mark of the year was a mm. Nissan Blue Bad Bluebird TRX. 
Not bad. Little white one. Lovely. Fucking how long ago is that though? A bluebird. And bluebird Nissan. Fuck yeah, that absolutely. was the major prize for, yeah. for being the mark. They weren't a bad car back then. They were. Well, I think Maddie had a station wagon. Did he? Bluebird. Yeah. Mm. Um. But that was um. Kevin Bartlett used to vote Jack Dyer and Peter McKenna. Yep. And they would have. The market and some of the marks were astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like you would like, and and the thing I love about having the family watch TV at the footy is everyone got so emotionally involved. And my mm. dad was very loud. He'd be like, "Bloody great!" <laughs> you know, and the neighbours could hear it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it Absolutely. was acceptable. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. That's what I mean by like it's it, it was like sanctioned hysteria. You you were, it was acceptable. Oh my god, you were allowed in that moment to go fucking crazy, and that's why I think it's so popular as well because you can't carry on like that in any other sort of sector. You know, you can't. Amazing, and mm. and it wasn't violent. It was Aussie. Aussies being loud yeah, yeah. and Aussies expressing this love for something. Yeah. And when I look back at it, it actually helped you live life. Yeah, yeah. It helps you get through winter. Much, it wasn't much going on. No. It helps you get through fucking winter, Sammy. Because we didn't have money. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We weren't rich. See, this is the great thing about footy as well. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter, you know, how poor you are. You're all Collingwood supporters or North Melbourne supporters or Hawthorne supporters or Geelong supporters. You know, it doesn't matter. And I remember um, Ted Ballew's missus, the, the, the Premier's missus, saying... <laughs> There you go. I just had to do that. Oh, I've been talking too long. No, not at all. I just wanted to hear the siren go. <laughs> it's so exciting, isn't how it? How exciting. What's, um, when you hear that, when you're, you've gotten off the train and you're walking to the G, they'll play, a f- they'll, they'll, they'll um, do a few of those before the game starts. What do you mean like this? Exactly like that. Wow. And you're like, fuck, I've got to get in there. I've got to yeah. get in there. And you've got yeah. to get through into, into security and you've got to find your seat and quickly get some beers and get some chips if you're lucky. And fucking if you're lucky, you know, as you sit, they'll, they'll fucking do the first bounce. Half time was frustrating for me because that's when I used to go and get a bucket of chips or a yep. four and 20 pie, which yeah. we're going to mention very soon. Good. And you would hear the siren go for the third. Yeah. I think it was the third quarter and mm-hmm. you weren't back yet to your seat. Yeah, yeah. And you'd shit your dacks and go, fuck it, I'm going to get back with my fucking bucket of chips and, you know, bitch face behind the counter wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, no. She just wanted her dollar eighty cents. Yeah. I mean, footy food was expensive in the 80s but now it's you need a fucking mortgage. Mate. It's astronomical, And now they have like, you know, footy food, footy food in the 80s was like fucking chips, Burgers, beer, you know. Yeah. Now it's, you chips. can get a lovely coffee. You can, you can. have you can it's have like gold class. a focaccia. Focaccia. You know, fucking pay through the nose for it. You Fuck can have that. Whatever you like. Really. I want some peanut, peanut, <laughs> peanut, peanut. <laughs> ah, should we do a one dick wonder? We should do a one dick wonder, or should mm-hmm. we do commercial? Let's have a commercial. We'll, we'll have, have a, a commercial. Now we just break. talked about. Uh, our favourite food at the footy, mm-hmm. which was... Fucking four and 20. Yeah. Now I'm just going to find the fucking... Four and... Ah! <laughs> Fuck 
and she doesn't Quick. know what's going on. The game's starting. Game's fucking starting. Get your chips and your fucking wiki chicky. Hey, what do you want? You want light beer or fuck no? There was no light beer though, was there? No, there wasn't. As now, if it's even what? a question. Exactly. So I've got to find out how to get our fucking bloody. Actually, we will, we will go with a one dick wonder. No, we won't. We will go with a commercial and I'm fucked if I know where I'll put it. Just play, keep playing them until you get it. No, it's all right, honey. I will fucking find it. Um, ooh. It could be this one. Oh, is it this? Yeah. I love yeah. that ad. Yeah, get fucking hot and there's cold. A re- yeah, there's a really slutty looking chick that gives this fantastic look. She's got this permed mm. sort of hair. Lovely. And she looks and then there's a girl behind the. You want some hot stuff, you yeah. fucking asshole? You, hot stuff. You want some fucking hot stuff, you asshole? Four and twenty pies, mate. <laughs> They yeah. were huge. And you know, these days. <laughs> they have, do they have rats' tails in them? No, you can still get the four and 20, but um, these days you can get uh, plant based. Yeah, they're nice. They are nice. I like them. Yeah. Do you get them at the footy though or not? I get them at Coles and eat them as I'm watching the footy. Oh, so you go veg- vegetarian at the footy? Uh, well, if I'm at the footy, I just have chips and beer. Yeah, right. How many beers are you allowed to have at the footy now? It, they have the stupid rules like if it's a if it's a Saturday night, you can't get you can't get fucking heavy beers after a certain time. Like you can't. There's some stupid rule where you can't have heavy beers on a Saturday night. You can have it during the day, but you right. can't have it Sunday. Like some stupid rule with that. Fuck. Um, you know, you're only allowed sort of four heavy drinks in one go. That's fair enough. I, I sort of have three while I'm on my way back to the cap, uh, the seats. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've sort of rolled out of the footy many. I actually collapsed. Shit. At a, um, at a it was a Hawthorne-Collingwood game. I forget what year. Um, and we were very excited, very excited. Hawthorne's a sort of big rival of ours as well in the finals. Um, we play neck and neck right up until the end of the game and then one of us will pip the other in the final fucking couple of seconds. Mm. This particular game, we won. We just got over the line. Wow. And I remember I stood up on my chair with my mates and did like a big, you know, did like a big fucking, and um, fainted. Wow. um, Was it a hot day or something? No, I just sort of yelled out all of my air and fainted. I was fucking pissed. Fuck. I woke up down like. Who was with you? I woke up down in all the chips (laughs) and beer like, boo, fucking, whoa. And like got up and they're still all cheering. No one fucking noticed. I could have been having a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. I probably probably (laughs) did. 
Do you know that was the best thing about the footy? If you did fucking trip, no one had noticed. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you were so embarrassed and you'd look around and be like, yeah, oh, they're no, all too busy fuck. watching the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fucking best. Uh, I don't know sucks. how many times I ran out on the field and tripped over my fucking legs. Oh, God. And landed up on my feet. There's on my so face. much to see and do. There's so much to see and oh, do. Oh, it's better than gum by a part. Now, can you remember... <laughs> Can you remember sort of chicks going to the footy and getting doled up? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, North yeah. Melbourne cheer squad. Yeah, Fake yeah. eyelashes. Yeah. Fucking, I think there was like glitter shit that they used to put on their eyes. Yes. Um, it's hilarious, Bubblegum jeans were big at the time with okay. the three-quarter zips. Yep. They'd wear them with their flaps hanging out. What do you call it? <laughs> Camel toe. Oh, Camel toe was big. Yeah, was it really? Because they'd yeah. have them hiked right up their hips and stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, it was super slutty in the North Melbourne Cheer Squad. I oh, saw yeah. many of marriages come out of that. Fuck yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I was too young. I, I was interested in the music that was happening at the time. Yeah. I was listening to the music and, and the only song I can really remember, and this is why I probably love it the most, is Young Turks by Rod Stewart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, my God, I love Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it was an incredible time because I learnt how to scream. Yeah, I yeah. learned how to scream because I didn't know what I wanted to be at that time either. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like I wanted, I knew I wanted to do music, uh-huh. but how do you do it? And yeah. then all of a sudden, you've got these pricks going, "Fucking umpire!" and all shit. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. "Okay, you've got yeah. to really voice your anger," <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. which kind of suited me to a T at the bench mm. when I got older, you know. But I loved yeah. it. I think it was a really, it was great for women. Yeah. Um, a lot of I loved the fact that your grandmother would go. Yeah, we used to take my grandmother. We used to well, my next door neighbour would take me to a the footy. Of, a lot of nanas were into you know. Nanas loved yes. it, and they'd be knitting the scarves, mm. the North Melbourne or the Carlton scarves while yeah. they were watching the game. Yeah, yeah. knitting was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it was like nanny, can I go and get a dim sum and chocolate roll? <laughs> and she'd be like, yes, darling, and she'd be knitting and yeah, yeah, you know. mum. Has knitted me and Mika, you know, Collingwood beanies. But she's also knitted uh, me a Brisbane Broncos beanie as well and a, and a Brisbane Broncos scarf because yeah. I sort of grew up with league and, and mum will always, if she ever knits me something Collingwood, she'll always do something Brisbane Broncos because okay. it's like, don't forget where you came yeah, from. Of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's go through a little list and talk about a few players, shall we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Nicky Winmar, do you remember him? Ooh, Nicky Winmar. Aboriginal? Yes. Very famous for a very particular moment in time. We are in NAIDOC week as well. It's NAIDOC week in Australia, which is Yeah, I know. It was definitely Aboriginal. Aboriginal Islander recognition within Australia. I love the Aboriginal players. I felt like they'd achieved so much. Well, they're like amazing athletes, you know. Yeah, they are. Um, So Nicky Winmar used to play for St Kilda. St Kilda, yeah. And Nicky Winmar is, uh, you know, responsible for that iconic moment of when he was getting sledged by the Collingwood players. As you say, Collingwood were, you know, animals back in the day. He was getting sledged by the Collingwood players and it was at, uh, it was at, is it Victoria, the one in Abbotsford, the one in Collingwood. Victoria Park, Victoria yeah, Park. I think it is, yep. <clears throat> they, they were there 
and um, they were getting, you know, just full racial abuse. You, yeah. you know, if you were to bring it into the modern context. Yeah, there was full, some fucking cunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all he did was lift his shirt up and point to his black skin. And really? Yeah, Come yeah. Just to stick it up the players, like just to show like I'm black and I'm proud, you know. Do you know what? You don't see that now. Nah, nah, yeah. We're really close to being united. I hope so. I, I, I really do I, hope I, so. I saw that in the last game, the grand yeah, final, yeah, and I yeah, went, yeah. oh, my God, when the – it was a Muslim guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know them. I'm, I there would have been Basha Hurley. Yeah, there would have been Hurley with from. his fifteen kids yeah, on yeah, the fucking yeah. field. Beautiful he, he little owns kids. The local fucking coffee shop to me, and I, oh. I on Mondays I always I see him down there. Him. He is the. Be- he used to play with Mika in oh. the in the western suburbs. You can see the energy through the TV screen of yeah. these people. He is. He is. He is one of the legends of the game. He is like. Phenomenal. He's the most honourable player I have seen. He's not out there like sticking his dick into everything nah. and fucking smashing people well, and bashing them. he doesn't have time. He's got and, fucking 28 kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. No. He's just the most beautiful guy. Um, yeah, just absolutely phenomenal. But I've always been a fan of Muslim yeah. religion mm, because mm. I'll get any – I won't go on an aeroplane unless it's Emirates or, yeah. you know, whatever They're because I just feel safest. Yeah, on that. yeah. And yeah. I'm not like that and I love mm. going to, um, oh, God, where did I love? I think it was um, anywhere where mm. it's a Muslim country I yeah. just feel most comfortable in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't see the media hype mm. at all. And, it, look, it's, you know, AFL especially within Melbourne being so multicultural, it's just a beautiful way of um, bringing people together without forcing any kind of sense of um, acclimatizing or, but you know, become Australian or anything. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I can't stand that shit. Like forcing this culture that you really can't define on new people to this country. I can't stand it. See, my parents were right into culture, and yeah. that's why we moved from Bentley. To Clayton. Yeah. Because Clayton yeah. was very multicultural mm. and my dad did that yeah. for his kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he knew the world had was changing and yeah. he wanted us to be able to relate to them. Well, I went like I was in a Jewish reception band. I was in with the Greeks. I was in with the Italians. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what Aussie was yeah. when I got in there, you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just wonderful because these kind of – the, the legends of football, they are Italian, they are Greek, they are Muslim, they they are Aboriginal. It's, you know, they're, they're not what you see on TV otherwise, which is just sort of like white middle-class Australia. Mm. They, they can be but like nothing else matters except how good you are on the footy, te- on, on the footy field and that's what I fucking love about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I did notice that when the kids were giving away the medals mm-hmm. and there was a lot of white Anglo kids giving and, and it yep. was just not an issue for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's right. when I went, you know, that's really cool Yeah. because yeah. you need to teach them at that age that it's disrespectful to yeah. think anything. But yeah. how, like 
Oh my God, we've just been through COVID. COVID mm. is bigger than any religion, any fucking <laughs> yeah. anything in the world. Yeah. And it's it's defeated us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what the fuck are we talking about? Mm. Yeah, know? yeah. Like what Let's are we fucking, just fucking worried about? Relax and just love each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, know? absolutely. And this Yarra Valley fucking wine's going down very well. Because <laughs> I haven't been drinking. No, no, I've great. No drink, no cigarettes for yeah. four and a half months. I've been walking the fucking great. Blah blah blah. So it's awesome. just gone to my head. Oh, but, wonderful. Um, yeah, keep going with All your right. players. Next babe. we have. So we mentioned Tony Lockett before. Plugger St Kilda. Plugger, yeah, he was huge. Peter Dacos, the Macedonian marvel for Collingwood. Incredible player. Awesome guy. Mm, yeah. Gary Ablett. Now Gary, and this is the thing. They all had nicknames. They did. Gary Ablett Senior. Initially played for Hawthorne, you know, more he legendarily did. played for Geelong. Geelong. Um, his nickname was God. That's how fucking good he was. Incredible player. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Phenomenal. They they just, they were larger than life. Um, he, he had a sort of very troubled uh, post-career period, old Gary yeah, Ablett right. Senior. You know, he sort of is a bit of a Bible basher now after kind of. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's good. Yeah. Can I just tell you, lemons and religion don't mix. Lemons and religion? Yeah. Go on. Okay, so I went for my walk around the town, around my area, Mm -hmm. and there was free lemons. Like, you know, people put it on their letterbox, free lemons if you want them. I'm walking past four times and I'm like, will I pick up the lemons? Will I pick up the lemons? I feel like a scumbag. No, nah, fuck it. I'll pick up the lemons. Bring them home, open the bag and there's all this religious fucking shit in there. Like, oh. I love Jesus Christ. And I'm okay. like, no, I don't want the lemons. I don't want them. <laughs> fucking, why did you do that? What, so they've put pamphlets in it's with the fucking, fucking lemons? They're trying to fucking get me in as a fucking Jesus toast sandwich. Fucking I can't man. fucking do it. No, no, no. Mate, Jesus Christ is between my legs and I tell you what, when she fucking screams, she works a ripper. <laughs> she can make everything work, right? <laughs> I don't think Jesus needs to be in amongst my fucking free lemons. In your lemons there. Yeah. That's a bit right? rude, isn't Absolutely. it? <laughs> you know? Now I've got to talk about, let's cross codes, I've got to talk about Wally Lewis. Wally, Wally Lewis. Lewis. Now, do you know anything anything about Wally Lewis being being a Victorian? Do you know anything about Wally Lewis? Was he Melbourne? Wally Lewis played rugby league. Okay. He initially played for Manly, even though he was from Queensland. He like Manly in Sydney. Manly in Sydney. Right. And then. Uh, in the late 80s, the Brisbane Broncos was formed, a new uh, Queensland team. So yep. rugby league's huge, huge, huge in New South Wales. They, yeah. they, you know, they've tried to branch out nationally as well, um, but it's largely only massive in Queensland and New South Wales mm-hmm. and by extension Victoria. And the Kiwis love it as well. The Kiwis love our rugby league. Kiwis love me. They fucking love it, mate. They've always loved me too. I love my Kiwis. I love Kiwis too. Yeah, they're good people. They're really good if you've got them in a band as security as well. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Because they can break people's spine. They will jump off the drum kit and fucking smash you in the head. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Uh, But, um, yeah, so when they formed the Brisbane Broncos in in Brisbane, uh, 1988, 
They made uh, Wally Lewis was the captain. So Wally Lewis came from Manly back to Queensland and he was the captain. His nickname was the King, King Wally. King Wally Lewis, the King of Lang Park. And um, not only was he the captain of Brisbane Broncos, he was the captain of the Queensland State of Origin side. Mm -hmm. So they're they're actually playing the second game of State State of Origin tonight, I believe. Wow. They played the first one last week of the week before, Queensland won. So we're hoping that Queensland wins again tonight, fucking Queenslander, and we can just seal the deal in two out of three games. Um, Are you missing the game tonight by being here? Oh, I've had a lot on today. <laughs> I, mi- I miss a lot of things. <laughs> it's okay. I oh, miss myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one of my kids was born today Yeah, that's too. right. Yeah. The third one. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's it was right. lovely. I didn't see it but it was lovely. <laughs> I hope he made it. Yeah. Anyway. Hope they cut the cord all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Wally Lewis, you know how I was saying before who was like the, you know, the, the godlike footy player in your household? Wally Lewis was the godlike footy player in my household. Did he go to AFL? No, no, no. He was always rugby league. Right. He always had a moustache and he's got like a chisel, yeah? So he's got the chisel hair. So he's sort of, he's What's got a, a chisel hair. You know, it's like a chisel. So it's all like ball around patch. here with a ball patch. Oh, wow. Like a chisel. Like Never heard of that before. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what they call it on the footy oh, field. Oh, really? Like if somebody's balding up top and they've got the hair around this. Hey, chisel. Fucking Fuck. On the other team. Hey, My- chisel. You can't kick for shit. Oh, wow. You know, that well, you know, Ablett was a bit of a cheesel then. He was. Right. Well, his son Gary Ablett uh, Jr. is like full nude nut. Thank God. Yeah. Nothing worse than a cheesel. Do you agree with having Ablett, because he got injured the first quarter of the, the one just gone, He had a yeah? fucking broken arm. I would have taken him off. I'm sorry. He probably did. Look, they they jab him with fucking steroids and all painkillers and shit. And yeah. look, you know, if you can last. And, and there's shorter quarters during COVID as well. So, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, all he's got to do yeah. is be out there to sort of bolster the team. Yeah. Well, and, my dad said, you know, he was always, he was good for something, definitely. There was other things he could do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was phenomenal was watching him because that was his last game. Yeah, so, that's right. So Gary Ablett Jr., that was his last game uh, playing the grand final that they unfortunately lost Geelong. Um, <laughs> yeah, sucked in, guys. Sucked in, fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up the cats. Off you get it on the bus to Geelong, you cunt. <laughs> anyway, they fucking lost. And, and, um, fucking lost. What I loved was that he's got this broken arm. He's about to walk off the footy field for the Does last time. Does he have a broken time. dick, though? He could. Wow. From years of abuse. Yeah. But um, he's about to walk off the footy team for the last time. His team's just been beaten in the grand yeah. final and he still had time to play with his kid and like, oh. I thought you were going to say play with his dick. Yeah, he still had time to play <laughs> with his dick, you know. Lovely. He made time. In front of everyone. Oh, we love that. Oh, it was great, oh. wasn't it, when he was having a wank? Oh. But, yeah, he was—he still had time to like, you know, oh, are you, darling, like talking to his kid. I thought, isn't that fucking awesome, you know? All this other well, shit's going to, though, on. Well, you have to don't you? What? Some of Talk them don't. Talk to your kids. Well, some of them don't. Really? Oh, yeah, I some of them. I thought that's why you have them. To talk to them. Even though I've been watching MasterChef and I'm pissed off I didn't have any because they fucking cook these cunts. I'm like, what? What, the MasterChef kids? The kids. Yeah, they're Obsessed good. in that show. Yeah. Going, mm. why didn't I 
have a kid. There was a little fat kid that used to ben. play. What? A little fat kid played trumpet? Ben? All my brothers say it's me as a kid. Oh, no, I'm no, like, never. I'm like, thanks, cunt. Funny like you, though. And you know what? Funny. Yes, thank you. And he's he's also got three elder sisters. So get fucked, guys. Uh, you, the, you know, the, the, the fucking similarities go right across the well, board. I think Ben is a little bit. Um, Special. Gay. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that could be what they're saying. I think that's mo- that what, they're what they're trying to say that's nicely. That's what they're trying to say. They can go yeah, and fuck themselves. Yeah, we're you, you fucking assholes. <laughs> you fucking racist, homophobic assholes. I'm going to stick up for my uh, Jay. Good uh, idea. Uh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know how you, yeah, fuck <laughs> that shit. I really liked, um, anyway, I was obsessed in that show. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't think there was. I mean, I love kids. I love yeah. teaching kids. Uh-huh. But having them, not my thing. Different thing, isn't it? But when I saw this, I was like, mm, maybe I should have done it, you know. Still time to adopt, isn't there? <laughs> adopt, yeah, right. Yeah. No time uh, in the abduct. oven shut. There's always time to abduct. Abduct. <laughs> yeah. At the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So my other big uh, rugby league heroes were Mel Meninga. He was from Queensland. He used to play for the Canberra Raiders. But Mel Meninga. Play for us uh, during Love the him. state of origin. Yeah, Alfie Langer, Alan Langer. He was Brisbane through and through. Also played for the Broncos. The See, I even know these people, so they were huge. Alfie yeah. Langer, they were fucking gods, mate. Peter Sterling, who used to play for the Eels. He was New South Wales, obviously. Um, and Sterlo used to host the footy show, the 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 uh, NRL footy show with Paul Vorton, Fatty Vorton. Fatty, yeah, I like Fatty. Fatty um, used Red-headed. to play for Manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, like, you know, Fatty and, and Sturlo, very, very popular, obviously, and they sort of continued their career into commentating and hosting the footy show as well. And they do a really good sound when they have bands on that show. Yes, they do. Like they have a really good live sound. Yeah. It's sad, isn't it, when when like a kind of sports show becomes like the last bastion for fucking live music on TV. Well, I mean it was the Screaming Jets but, you know, I love the Screaming Jets but, you know, they used to do those footy. Mm. As soon as that, you know, fucking bogans just lose their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Jimmy was on there a couple of times maybe. Of course, yeah, Mm. he would have been. Now, leads me back to AFL and Warwick Kappa. We brought him up before. So Warwick Kappa used to play for Sydney Swans. Yes. He also moved to Brisbane and used to play for the Brisbane Bears. So he was very popular. He was a bit of a footy slut. He used to sort of follow the money, you know. And he was known for having very tight shorts. Very tight shorts and he used to wear either white or pink boots and he used to have this big sort of blonde mullet of hair. He was cute. I think he's a bit woggy in the background though. Yeah, he was a woggy Aussie. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. woggy Aussie. They were big. Yeah. I was very much a woggy Aussie. Were you? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh. A wog, woggy. A woggy. Well, I used yeah. to think I was Greek. I wanted to think. I wanted everyone to think I was Greek. Because you, you, you just you used to talk like this too. I used to go in a bitter gappa, delta epsilon zeta theta yota gappa. I used to love the alphabet. I got ten out of ten for Greek. Yes. For my Greek dancing. Great. Mm. Mickey used to do Greek dancing. It I was part of the curriculum. Get you guys up. How do you go figure? At the fucking 50th birthday party. With Mate, you. I was fit and ready to Greek dance. I can't wait. With I Mr. can't wait. And the guy that I said that owns that record shop in South Bank, Theo. Yes. Is that the guy that you get records off? 
The one I get Theo? is in – he's in Docklands now. He's in on Spencer Street now. Is his so. name Theo? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he's He one. did own a record shop. He was my mm. Greek teacher. All right. I know the one but he's not my record guy. So Warwick Kappa, he had – Okay, we'll lead on to that in a second because we're moving into another segment. We are. He's, he's our one dick wonder. He is. Warwick would um, go and do in the 90s, he'd go and do Penthouse with his oh, wife at the that's time. that's right. Joanne Kappa, remember that? Joanne was lovely. She got her tits out and her bum. Of course and, she did. And he famously said in an interview afterward, they got paid heaps of money to yeah. do that. Yeah, And he said, he came out and said, yeah, I um I showed off me ass, eh? But um they didn't they didn't have enough money for my blue vein custard pumper. Oh, isn't I that don't lovely? Think it would be very big. I don't either. I I've don't. had a look at the shorts. He's pretty full of himself. Yeah. Yeah. And Warwick's been at our gigs. Warwick loves he live has. music. Yes. Yeah. Remember, I had to tell him off for, for stealing our band rider. Oh yeah, that's right. And I said, right. Warwick, can you fuck off? <sighs> Because I've got no patience. I don't care if you're Elvis Presley, mate. I'm going to fucking t- I said, Warwick, fuck off. Have one drink and fuck off. We were talking about when we used to play the spot and the Carlton players used to come and watch us. Yeah. And you'd always pick them out because they'd be like a head or two taller than the and entire crowd. And they'd be staring crowd. at you. Yeah, standing up the back like, hoo, 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 like they're on standing on fucking Milo tins. And it was Kudafidis. And it was Lance Franklin, Lance Whitnall, the big sort of ginger, like redhead. Was I there? Yeah, you were there because we used to have that roped off area where we'd all sit and like have a sit because you could smoke inside. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we'd all sit in there and like get written off and everything, and no Fuck one, yeah. no one could come near us. Remember? Yeah. And um, fucking, we were selling the fucking t-shirts. Oh yeah. And Mad. and Lance Whitnall came up. To you, and oh, you had no. no idea who he was. Never. And no. he's like, oh, um, "Excuse me," because we would have been like, "Fucking rah rah rah!" Yeah. You know? And I he, would have been off my nutter. <laughs> he came up and said, um, "Oh, excuse me, um, is it okay if uh, we borrow, we uh, buy one of your t-shirts?" And you like went, "Ah, oh, fucking hell! What? So I'm gonna have to walk to the fucking band room, <laughs> am I? Uh, or no. can I at least finish this?" Like, no. And you, yeah, all right, I'll get And you, like, got up and, like, went and got his fucking shirt. Ah, it was great. He wants to come and buy merch. And you're like, oh, oh that'd be right. I've just fucked. Oh, How did I get that job? It wasn't even my <laughs> band. I wouldn't have uh, known who he was. If anybody buys our shirts now, they get a fucking free hand job. Fucking we lick him out. <laughs> Open your legs and fucking spread them. I'll happily take over the merch in that case. So, so Warwick, <laughs> no, um, we won't do that. <laughs> Warwick uh, went on Celebrity Big Brother, oh. and he got kicked out because he showed his dick to one of the Did he? Kimberly. Oh, like what was her name? She was from her. She was like a starlet from Kimberly Home and Davis. Away. Wasn't Kimberly- her another one from Home and Away? A little kind of. Not Blonde? overly gorgeous. No, she was sort of like a red sexual harassment. Well, yeah, he showed his dick and he thought it'd be hilarious and got kicked out. He got of course ki- he, he got evicted did. for that. 
Mm. And he also tried to run for Queensland State Parliament as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's a bit he's a bit of a knob. But he's got he released when he was very, very popular, he yes. released a song called I Only Take What's Mine. Warrant Cappy, you're our one dick wonder. Play you are. it, Sammy. All right, baby. It's I'm hoping I press oh thank God, you know. <laughs> this yellow one? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> It's very new romantic, isn't it's it? It's very new romantic. <laughs> you wouldn't expect that, would you? No. And it's got um, Edelstein's wife in it, yeah? The old wife. Which he fucked. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about He that. fucking rooted her when they were married because mm, she Jesus. married him. And I, I'm pretty sure the sons and daughters' house was where they lived. Right. Because they filmed it there but I'm pretty sure it was uh, Edelstein's house. Mm-hmm. And then I think eventually they brought that. I don't know. They brought the house, but it was very sons and daughters meets a fucking mess. There you go. Wow. But, you know, I think Warwick used to copy what Jacko was doing. Like Jacko put out a single so then they went, oh, well, let's do It was like a marketing thing they did. Do you know, um, I think you're right. Let me just check the stats on yeah. that. So. I think Jacko came out first with I'm an individual. Yeah, Mark Jacko Jackson. Shit, I wish I knew what year it was. I think it was 85. I think Bloody Kappa might have come out with this before. Really? Because this came out in 83, that shit song. Really? And I think Jacko might have released. Maybe. I'm an individual in 85. Now, Mark Jacko Jackson used to play for Melbourne, St Kilda and Geelong. He kind of moved around a little bit. Because no one. He was, handling. he was very fiery. He used to just go out and fucking, you know, fucking mm. punch the shit out of people. Mm. Very fiery but like a really big, um, a really big sort of personality. Mm. Um, I was always scared shitless of him as a kid. But he, he got into ads as well in the late 80s and the mm. early 90s. Mm. Um, he used to, his big thing was, oi! Energizer. Yeah. He used to do uh, Energizer. He used to do Nutrigrain as well. Oh. And he had a fucking action figure. Yeah, yeah, That's he how did. popular he was. Yeah. Mm. He, he, did a, um, he did a comedy circuit with Chopper. Oh, yes. Remember that? Chopper. It would have been about as funny as a car accident. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, Chopper would have had to carry him because right. Chopper was quite funny. Yeah. I saw Chopper at Sexpo one year because I used to do a thing for Bill at Sexpo. Yeah. And uh, Chopper was selling his own wine. This is just <sighs> before he died. Oh, the Chopper wine. Chopper wine. And I remember looking at him going, my God, that's Chopper Reed. Red wine like blood. It was like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And... Chopper was big amongst the footy players because I guess they felt safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm. But let's 
just talk about the Hawthorne Footy Club and how they absolutely annihilated the 80s. Yes, yeah, yeah. Let's give this a go. Hopefully I'm right. We're a happy team at Hawthorne. We're the mighty fighting hawks. We love our club and we play to win. Riding the pumps with a grin at Hawthorne. Come what may you find us striving. Teamwork is the thing that talks. One for all and all for one. That's the way we play at What do you say? I always used to love the one for all and more for one. Fuck me up the ass. So. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I thought sexual with that as well. Yep. Very sexual group, mm-hmm. people. A lot of redheads used to like Hawthorne. Very angry redheads. Well, they were a whiter team, weren't they? They were, but they were, were they? very redhead freckled. Okay. Mm. My uncle was a very big Hawthorne supporter. And my dad said today they had, he had to bring my uncle home crying his ass off a lot of the times from the footy. Oh, really? What? from Just when from they losing. Lose. Yeah, yeah. right, right, Hawthorne right. Hawthorne supporters weren't great. Mm. Reminds me of Zach Zedris. Zach, he's a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah. But Hawthorne won. They won back-to-back. Um, Hawthorne was always in the 80s, like well, incredible. They had, they had Dermie Brereton. They had the kid. They had Dermot Brereton playing for them all that time. He... He was a bit of a freak as well. Dermy oh. was huge, yeah. Matt Hawthorne had um, there was a Peter Peter someone. They had um, they had Gary Ayres for a little while. They had Dipper. Who else? Hawthorne were just fucking. Great. They were, yeah, they were huge. They were so huge. in 1980, Collingwood versus Richmond. Richmond mm-hmm. was the winner. Yep. Now, Richmond were quite popular too. Yeah, 1980. Okay. Collingwood lost. Mm-hmm. That was the closest you came to winning a final in the 80s. Yeah, all right. Collingwood had not won a final, had not been in a final since 1929. All right. <laughs> Richmond were the winner. Tom Hafey was your coach. Yes. And Tony Jewell was the Richmond coach. He's a nice, lovely redhead. Tony Jewell. With a moustache. Oh. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. 1981, Carlton versus Collingwood. Carlton won that game, 12-20-92 Carlton. 10-12-72 Collingwood. So you were in but you just didn't fucking stick it in. 1982, Richmond versus Carlton. Carlton were the winner. 12-13-85 Richmond to 14-19-103 Carlton. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big margin. Yeah. 1983, Hawth- this is where Hawthorne get a bit fucking – Crazy. Yeah. Hawthorne versus Essendon. Now, I must say Essendon was a big part of my family because my uncle, Alan McGilvray, was the Essendon recruitment of the players. That's right. You were saying just before. Yeah. How exciting. So when I was little, he had a house in Essendon mm-hmm. and they would have big nights with all the Essendon players. So I was running around amongst um, – What's oh, now? I'm getting too. Tim drunk. Watson. Tim Watson. Mm-hmm. Timmy Watson. My little cousin used. Oh, my bigger cousin. Sorry, she wasn't little. Used to love Timmy Watson. Wanted to bone him until the mm. next fucking week. Yeah. Um. So I would. I didn't understand, but he would be very gentlemanly. I imagine in the sack. 
Timmy Watson. Well, yes. my cousin was way too young for that. He's like, oh, g'day, Tim Watson. You know, like he does the yeah. sort of news now and, oh, bend over. Come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Hawthorne versus Richmond. Uh, sorry, Hawthorne versus Essendon in 1983 was Hawthorne's year. <laughs> yeah. But then not only that. And then 1984, Essendon won. Mm. Hawthorne versus Essendon. So isn't it interesting how all the teams were quite close? Yeah. Do you have that now? Like, You do because you sort of have you, – <coughs> you, it's the same player group sort of for a couple of years before st- people get injured and they have to retire, you, people get old, they've got to fucking retire. You get new people, you, you know, you've got to make room for some new – you know, older players, they just want to move on with their life. Yeah. Um, so you bring in new players who may be um, – you know, uh, learning, still learning their skills but very – lots of potential. So, for you know, you've got a window of a couple of years where you can really fire. You've basically got the same coach, same player group and same uh, culture in the club. There's there, there's no reason why you can't just completely dominate. So – Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Hawthorne have had a couple of periods like this. They You know, they, they won fucking three back-to-back just not long ago as well. Yeah, well, in the 80s, I mean, it wasn't rare that we heard Hawthorne had won. Yeah, yeah. I think Robert Walls was their coach. Right. They had that phenomenal – did you go right through each – I don't yeah, want to jump yeah, ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. one I want to talk about in particular and it's 89. So 89 you, so you was going. Geelong versus Hawthorne. It was phenomenal. Tom Hafey was the coach yeah. at Geelong. Yeah. Alan it, Jones of Hawthorne. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was, the, the thing as well is that these days the rules have changed a lot to protect the players because yeah. um, there were just too many injuries. Um, it was ruining players' lives. They were sort of um, leaving the game and not able to fucking work because their bodies were fucked, you know. Mm, mm. So um, they brought in a lot of rules to sort of protect the players because um, it was just really, really fucking rough. And so the game has changed because of that, you know. You're and not I'm sure the grounds were rougher too. Absolutely. They yeah, didn't yeah. really, you know, condition them. Lots or? of things were different. Like, you know, they'd go off half-time in the 80s and, ha- they, you know, they might have a stubby and a ciggy and then they'd run back on, you know. Oh, that's it. There's no Drink way. Drink and smoke and be your bum to other blokes. Yeah. That's right. There is no way that you would fucking get away with that shit Be now. your bum to other blokes. Oh, that's another so story. So Australian. Mm. No, well, that's right. And, and, I mean, Hawthorne, you know, the next day in the Herald Sun you would have a poster made up of the Hawthorne, yeah. it was incredible because I used to remember thinking, okay, so they've done posters for each team. They're just waiting to see who Yeah, wins. yeah, exactly. You know, I yeah. found that really interesting. So the artist has gone and fucking done all this work. That's right. The <laughs> artist was incredible. Yeah. And it would be like this hawk, you know, this fucking with a big beak and mm. just going down and, and then there'd be whatever, the Geelong cat or whatever. Yeah. But um, I found that really great. Yeah. As marketing, like yeah. I was like, oh, you have to prepare each one. Like oh, this is totally. too much work. So huge, so huge. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But footy, so footy for me, I was a boundary umpire, uh-huh. which I spoke about. And then so my mum, my mum tells me I was a runner as well the other day at lunch. That's awesome. Yeah, what, for so junior you'd, footy. So you'd, you'd uh, the coach would say, "Fucking go and tell him to mark yep. his man," and, and it was stop. usually my dad. And you'd have to run out and say that. Yep. Um, 
Dad wants you to yeah. start Dad that. wants you to get keep on your man because this fucking Dad, all these players and you're not on your man. Dad said you're a useless cunt you can't <laughs> you can't kick. Oh. <laughs> Do you know my parents still go to junior footy now and they're the loudest on the field? Like they're like, Brody! Like because my little nephew plays. Yeah. So they've actually nowadays you get complaints for that shit. Yeah, yeah you get fucking fines and shit. If people are fucking being monumental My mum and dad don't even swear. They, they haven't been allowed. reported though, have they? Yes. Oh, fuck yes. off. Yes. That's fucking ridiculous. Can you tell your parents to not say things like, oh, that's holding the man, you know? That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents cop it big time because my mum and my dad are very loud and it's like, you know, that was bullshit. That'll say bullshit, which I, I guess is not very kiddie like. See, they don't like people. Sw- <clears throat> they don't like people swearing at the footy now because the kids are there. That's where I learnt to swear exactly, and it doesn't hurt you to swear because it protects you. They say more intelligent people swear, mate. As a musician, as a woman, if you don't tell someone to fuck off, you're not getting the message through. Absolutely, you know what I mean. If you don't go, why don't you go fuck yourself? They don't want to stop. Then. I remember taking my nieces into a club for the first time and, of course, it was one of my gigs. I think they might have been a year or two underage but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, bringing them in and they were like, you know, what do I do if like someone tries to talk to me or, you know, like somebody tries to start chatting. They weren't that innocent but, you know, you get the idea. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just turn around and say fuck off. Yeah, that's and right. Like, oh, I'd be scared to do that. I said, no, no, no. Absolutely. You've got to, that's your kind of, that's your armour, you know. Totally. fuck off, mate, you know, like. (laughs) The louder you can get and tell them where to go, they just go the other way. They don't want to compete with that. It's too hard. They want um, easy, Mm. easy shit, you know. Can I just finish up on that 89 uh, Wondrelongo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had... Dermy, you had Dipper, you, I think Gary Ayres was in there and Gary Ablett was playing for Geelong. My friend fucked Dermy. Oh, really? In a tree. In a tree? Yeah, she fucked him in a tree. Why? Because she's Jewish, I don't know. Is she a bird? She was, well, we used to, she used to sing at the Metro in the uh, 90s. Why did she fuck him in a tree? I don't know, it was just her thing. That's exciting, a tree. isn't it? Yeah, she was out there. Hungarian chicks. He mate. probably they still tells it. his mates, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. I, I fucked her in a tree. You, you know that big fig I'm tree. I'm pretty sure it was Dermy. I'd have to ring her and ask her because she's quite open about it. That big fig tree yeah. on fucking Fitzroy Street. <laughs> I think it was actually in the botanical or something. <laughs> and they climbed the tree and he stuck it in. Oh, that's exciting. But she wanted him to. He used to live across the road from us in St Kilda and um, he's a bit of a knob. Dermy. Yeah, 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 yeah Dermy's yeah. a bit of a knob. Blonde. And um, he was a bit, yeah, he used to live across the road and Gary Ayres was our local uh, bottle shop owner. So wow. and, and they would have played together. Yeah, for sure. And um, I had no idea who Gary Ayres was. And, I, you know, but I'd see him every fucking day going, well, he would, you know, big, big um, Hawthorne hero. Oh, he used okay. to. He he went on. He's he's a big coach as well, and he still coaches. But um, uh, Dermy used to piss me off, mate, because he thinks he's fucking awesome. He does. They all do. Oh, they 
Me but he too. thinks he's fucking awesome. And at the Logies one year, I saw him making fun of a cleaner. Oh no! And it made it turned me. We were in the toilets at the Logies. Don't make any assumptions, you guys. We're in the I, toilets I, at the look, Logies. I'm, I'm making an assumption. You wouldn't yeah. go on there. And yeah. as he's coming out, he he the. The cleaner, the poor little Indian cleaner is is like cleaning up some vomit or something and he's like, fucking, you're doing a good job, mate. Fucking, I love your work, mate. Fucking got his arm around, like roughing up this dude and everything. <sighs> I felt like saying, fucking leave him alone, you cockhead. Exactly. Go and sit in your fucking table and go back to fucking, you know, Middle Park. And The chicks love Dermy though. That was the problem. His stupid fucking permed hair. Yeah. It's all straightened now with the fucking straightening iron. Yeah. He was like Warney, a fucking pain in the ass. They're just fucking so full of themselves, aren't they? Yeah. And they get to a certain age and they're butt fucking ugly. Yeah. And it's like. I'd rather kiss their asshole. Mate, you're not 18 anymore. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, that's right. Mm. No, they, that was the thing with um, AFL footy players. They did get a little bit um, narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. You just didn't have the strength to pull them back. Oh, oh, oh. No. Now, in that game, Dipper was walking backwards to take a kick, sort of running backwards to take a kick. Did he trip over? No. He was smashed by Gary Ablett so fucking hard that it broke half his rib, like all the ribs on one side and punctured his lungs. Jesus. Dipper played the rest of the game. They used to just run headlong into each other and actually tried to try to break each other, you know. Yeah. And um, Dipper played the rest of the game and then they won and then he uh, collapsed and had to be rushed to fucking St Vincent's and nearly died. He nearly That's fucking died. Fucked. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Mm. Dipper's a lovely dude. Yeah. That's right. Nipple, 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 nipple. You'd probably still have a chance, I reckon. I'm not going to go there, mm-hmm. but he was just really nice. It was just refreshing to see a nice footy player. That's lovely. Because footy players were a little bit out there. Yeah. Um, they used to hang out at the depot a lot. Uh-huh. In, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is the precinct now. Oh, is but it? But it's still a big footy Precinct thing. of poofters. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Fucking it's hate still, it. I wish it was. Yeah, it's, no, it, we'd all go, wouldn't we? <laughs> we'd be there next week lining up going, five bucks, fucking no worries. Fucking so I can get a fag and a fucking drink. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> Fuck, that place turned around. It Didn't was, it? It was like a hole. It was like a dark yeah. hole and now it's all been juiced up and it's all fucking bright lights and surfaces. Fucking hated when that happened. Because mm. you used to get scumbags there and it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one twenty, we used to play there. Friends of mine, yeah. and uh, all the footy players would come and see them because footy players like to work to like to hang out with musos, yeah, and just pick up their slops. Well, you also sort of you enjoy, and I don't mean to sound conceited, but you enjoy a similar energy from yeah. the public. You know what I mean? Exactly, the general public. Um, and they're dumb as dog shit. They don't know what you do. And they really just want to have see fun. All they see is pussy and fucking They cock. just want to have fun with the boys and so exactly. do we. Exactly. You know? So they want to sing fucking Jessie's Girl and stick it in some cunt. Yeah. Absolutely. Like right. all of us really. That's right, mate. We're the At same. At the end of the day. Same, same. Just fucking don't <laughs> get paid as much, mate. Uh, are you looking up our reviews? Yeah, you have you got them? Out? No, I don't. 
Um, so because we're we're heading up to one forty three. Oh fuck! Well, we yeah. better get but off. What soon. a fun episode! Oh great! It's good to be back in the band room. Good it, to be good. I know it really is. And with our Patreon little thing, I hope you've loved its bells and whistles and. Now, um, we had some beautiful reviews during the week. I'm oh. going to see if I can quickly find see, them See, I'm we too speak. drunk to even worry about that, but That's you know cool. where to look for them. That's all right. Um, I'm, I'm looking in between sort of. You we know. had some great reviews. One from the UK by memory. Here we go. I, I can't tell where they're from. This is two of of a few that we got because yep. we did get a few great ones. One is – oh, this one's from Australia. Um, and this is from Gemini Jules. That's, hey. that's Jules. That's um, our Patreon. Oh. She hadn't done one. Oh. Julie. Julie. Fucking better late than yeah, never, Jules. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Yeah. Such a great podcast, she says. Jay and Sammy are awesome and have no holes barred and hilarious way of bringing back good old childhood memories. If you can – Get to see their band too. You won't regret it. Nah. Good on you, Jules. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, good on you, Jules. And then we had fucking Shaq Ross from Great Britain. I love this. Yeah? This is beautiful. Now, Chuck says uh, maybe it's Prince Charles, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Five stars, both both Jules and Shaq. Prince Charles, that's great. Charles says, um, I won't do the accent. Great company. He says, just very funny. Do the accent. Just, oh, it depends where he's, he's from in, in the Pretend UK. it's Prince Charles. Oh, no, I can't do Come that. Come on, the, the fucking just show's going to be on soon. Just very funny. I wish, <laughs> I wish you were a tampon. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. All right. All right. It. Just very funny and to the point, uh, and to the point on anything that happened during the decade of excess. Didn't he say great company? Uh, yes, that yeah. was the opening line. Love that. I said that. Because that's all we want to be is your great company. That's right. Expect a lot of effing and jeffing. Oh. <laughs> Are you with me? What's jeffing? Jeffing is when you get a dildo. And you, is sh- it? I'll show you after the show. Jeffing. I didn't understand jeffing. Effing and jeffing. I think it's just rhyming slang for oh, swearing. Yeah. Right, okay. Lots of effing and jeffing. Lovely. Well, if he's you, got it right. If you're with me. And then Chaz UK. Good on you, Chaz. I, I, I guess it's Charles and I'm guessing it's Prince Charles. So thank oh. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Your Majesty. I'm, Even if you're not, we fucking yeah, love you. I'm a Republican but I do still, you know. I love a bit I, of 80s Charles. I love you, mate. He's you can stay a, at my place when you yeah, come down next time. Yeah. Now we did have um, two other letters that came through the uh, bloody um, – I sent them – for you the week. What are we going to look for them now? Yeah, are we? like go on the under eighties montage thread, All right. and it was two people that had written into the website, which is www.theeightiesmontage.com. Oh, isn't that lovely? And it was really cute. One of them, I think, I scared the shit out of because they are quite <laughs> scared. They kind of email us and then run away. I reckon from their computer. Oh, look out! My vagina. Oh, my dick. <laughs> oh, Sammy, something very important. Has this finished yet? 
The fucking Australian Podcast no, Awards. No, it hasn't. Guys, you've got to fucking vote for us in the Australian Podcast Awards. Listeners Award. We didn't even know it was a thing. We didn't. Now, the category that we may be up for is the Listener's Choice category. Yes. Yeah, that's the one you want to vote for. Fucking oath. If you need to, you can go on our social media. You will find the link on there where you can go and uh, vote for us. Um, you know, how awesome if fucking Jay and Sammy won a podcast award. Yes. I didn't even think they fucking existed. Well, they do. And I wrote to the guy and I said, well, how do we get in the main awards? And he goes, I'm just going to focus on this year. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, he you're said, a little bit slow. Said, Fuck off, bitch. And yeah. Just, yeah, he, yeah, he did. He did. Phone down. But, um, yeah, like, please vote for us, guys. That will be fucking great. How exciting would that be? Absolutely. So I found our Angela... Parisi, love 80s music and pop culture, my Mm -hmm. 20s. I think that means she was in her 20s. Right. Good on you, Ange. I did email you back and say thanks a lot because we love that. Yeah. um, The fact that they've actually written in. But there was one other person that wrote into the website. Right. And they had an idea for a show, I think. Right. But I will just double check. Here we go. No, it was from Tracy Griggs. Tracy Griggs. Oh, no, that was right. Have you interviewed Sherry Summers? She writes romance novels inspired by the 80s musicians. That sounded really interesting. Yeah, it might be a fun interview. So it's romance novels and she's done it sort of fictitiously as if it was 80s pop stars? That's right. So it could be about Michael Hutchins. Fuck. Being in the 80s and it's just like Mills and Boone of the 80s. That's exciting. You know, I think so too. And Sherry's actually jumped on our podcast. Wow. Uh, Instagram now, so I think that's something we See, can look that at. that I'd be interested in. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That'd be really good. It's very up your alley. Yeah. And I did like that because it was up your alley. But let's yeah. just mention a few things that also happened this week. Banana Rama put out their new book. Their book, yes, yeah, just the two girls. They, the two um, girls. Put the book out. I'd be I'd be really interested in that. I can't remember Love what it. it's called. Yeah. It's called Saying Something or Saying um What's the song they wrote saying something? I don't know. They did an interview with 60 Minutes. Did they? Karen's a little bit me. Oh, is she? A little bit. Well, see, I'm Karen in Manorama. Yeah. I'm she Kevin. She just said that when they talked about doing Live Aid and Karen said I was so hungover. Yeah. And I walked in with a cigarette and a fucking coffee. Well, she's the funny one. She so is the funny it's one. You. It's you. It's you. Yeah, I didn't realise and then I looked at old photos and I went, oh, Jesus, sounds familiar. And she's quite embarrassed about that part of her, but not uh-huh. really. And they talked about menopause, so that's where I related to it as well. Lovely. Um, Kylie Minogue has had a huge fucking week. This is so exciting. Is she My, number one all around the world? Well, I think there's two fucking places she's not. Is it uh, the album or the single? It's the album. Fuck, that's the good. The album is good. I'm so excited for her because... Um, it's actually really fucking good. It is good. The album's great. If it you is. guys haven't heard it yet, please fucking give it some spins. We love on our Spotify. Kylie. Yeah. You know, we love our Kylie. One day we'll party with Kylie. I mean, I I met Kylie years ago and I auditioned with her, but I've I've got about like a thousand kind of uh, you know we're, we're separated by one degree. Yeah, it's only a matter of that's time. Right. Until yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Mates. So she went. Um, uh, uh, these are the iTunes iTunes charts, which really are the ones that matter these days, uh, yeah. especially with people in lockdown stuff. 
Number one in the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Finland, Germany, Hong Kong, Luxembourg, Malaysia, Malta, Mexico, Peru, Singapore, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and then number two in France and Greece. Love how, it. How fucking exciting is that? And she's actually taught herself how to record her own vocals wow. through COVID because okay. she had to buy a system. Yeah, right. Because you can't go to a studio. Yeah. So she's all of a sudden being a producer kind of a thing. Oh, cool. And I think that's really cool because I feel the same with this new machine yeah. that we've got here. Yeah, yeah. Which is the uh, – and I don't want to endorse anyone but I'm so excited by it after tonight's show – the Road Podcaster. I use – a lot of road stuff. Yeah. Um, it's sort of mid-range in value but like really good quality and uh, I use a lot of their microphones and stuff when I'm recording. Yeah. Um, and I've been looking at this unit for ages. So thank you, Patreons. Yes. Now to round things up, guys, thank you for listening to the show. We fucking love talking about this. Um, Maddie didn't approve of this. He hates football, but yes. it's something that we really wanted we to did. talk about. Because we secretly, well, I secretly love it. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. we and hope you you've enjoyed it. it. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, uh, if you love footy, I, I hope you sort of had a little step back in time into the 80s uh, with us. Now, guys, if you love the show, please like, share, review and rate us. Give us five stars and subscribe. Become a Patreon. Yeah. Come, come on board with Patreon. You can buy a subscription for as little as $1 a month mm. or for $10 a month you get all the extra episodes. Which, which we're we, so rude in. Yes, that's right. All kinds of fucking things happen, I tell you. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, so if you want the extra apps, only $10 a month. There are all kinds of tiers depending on your budget. So go for it and come on board. It's like being an investor in a big it company. Is. Absolutely, and we appreciate everyone that listens to us. We went uh, in the top 100 in, oh, fuck, what Belgium. 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 Yeah. Belgium, good. what's going on in Belgium? They love chocolate and the 80s montage. They do, and <laughs> they love swearing, obviously. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, everything like that. But, guys, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. We're so excited to have this new machine. It means Maddie can not worry so much about editing and yeah. And it's just felt really comfortable, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's been this great. Machine. Yeah. And we can download stuff before the show so we kind of know what we're doing because yeah. we don't prepare this show like, you know, script it. We mm. just do it on call. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Which is the talent of podcasting, yeah. I think. I don't know how many other people do it that way. But, um, yeah, we've had a ball and I, I felt really totally nostalgic with the footy Thing and I had a bit of a cry during the day and went, oh, my God, this was my year oh, when beautiful. I was 10, 11. So it's very emotional footy. It's, I there's hope something that about makes it, you mate. feel warm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Especially Aussies and overseas people, God bless America, well done. We're really happy with the outbreak. Yeah, g'day yes. to the rest of the world. We love yeah. you. Send good vibes out there. We're feeling great. And yeah. We hope everything turns around for the rest of the world very soon and, and um Looking forward to 2021, which is just around the corner, guys. And we'll be able to do live shows with our little podcast machine. That's right. So we can bring you around and, and have live audiences. Yes. Which is super exciting for us because the band may not work till 2025. <laughs> no. It'll be fucking trios with masks well, on for a while. The, and then that's Well, that's the thing, guys. I did want to let you know that bands, uh, we would, 
actually cancelled at the South Morang Hotel. Needs to be two square metres between musicians. Not going to happen in any of ALH clubs. But we are definitely going to be at the sale, the wedge, because that will definitely happen in March. Right. And we're going to have all these rules in place, but the, the wedge will be fine. So just really come out and go to sale and maybe get an apartment or like a hotel. What I'm really excited about is my dick almost gets to that sort of two-metre <laughs> barrier. Exactly. So if you reach out, you might be able to grab yeah, it and yeah, we can yeah. still social distance, which yeah. is great. Well, if so. Maddie is not with Suareka that night, we will have a problem with dick size. <laughs> so we oh, will have good. to fucking two metres. By. But I mean to do a six-piece band like we are, and I think yeah. we're going seven-piece for these gigs in the mm. theatres, um, or even eight-piece. I think mm. Dallas and Rip are both coming. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's going to be an eight-piece band like the Bowie show. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing we're going to look at as well. Um, we just need to have that, I don't know, two by seven is 14 fucking metres or yeah, something. Yeah. We're not going to get that at the Seaford Hotel. No, Sorry, guys. Not, yeah, no, the theatres is the way to go. Yeah, it is. And also, look, you know, we, we had to cancel two... Uh, Bowie tours this year, um, which, which is a shame. And so yeah. next year, really looking forward to Absolutely. jumping on board with that. So yep. we're excited about, you know, things that are that are happening soon. Things are about to get a whole lot better for us and, and um, fuck, we've done it tough and I think we deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, we'll, we'll definitely make up mm. what we've missed out on and especially yeah. with the David Bowie movie coming out. Yeah. I don't know how good that's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be bad. Now, is it a bit crap? Is it going to be a bit crap you know or what? a bit good? It, look, who knows? But I'll still see it. I'll still go to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Make my own mind up. Yeah, mm. you never All know. Right. You know. Beautiful. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. We love you guys so much. It's been a long one, but we've had to test out this new sh- machine of ours. Yeah, that's right. I hope it's a long train trip. You can listen to the whole ah, thing. Good on yeah. you guys. Stop it and start it. This is the 80s montage. And uh, if yeah. It's music, mateys, or cool, cool shit, shit from, from the, the 80s. 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal.